0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So I see where Wall Street Journal has ranked the airlines in 2021, and they've ranked the, you know, nine airlines, Delta, Alaska, Southwest, United, Allegiant, American, Frontier, Spirit, and JetBlue. And they've ranked them in that order. Delta number one across the board, uh, Alaska number two, Southwest three, United four, Allegiant five, American six, frontier and spirit seven and eight. And of course the bottom is jet blue. They weren't the bottom in everything. They were, uh, eighth in on-time arrivals out of nine, four in canceled flight. Ooh, who was the worst, uh, Allegiant was worst in canceled flights. But they were the bottom in extreme delays. <laughs> and Spirit, uh, JetBlue, and Frontier are all at the bottom of complaints. Well, then I see that and I think, eh, okay, I guess that looks about right, but it's still the airlines. And just because, you know, I'm okay with Delta being number one across the board, does that mean there aren't any delays or any complaints? No. But, you know, that makes them the best of the worst. And then I see a story that talks about Frontier Airlines and Spirit Airlines announcing plans to merge. Oh, that's great. The bottom, well, they're not the bottom. Next to the bottom, two airlines are looking to merge. Isn't that wonderful? They say that it's going to be a $6.6 billion deal, if approved, and that would create the fifth largest U.S. airline. Spirit and Frontier say the deal would create a discount Megazord. What are we, the Power Rangers? It would provide a million, no, I'm sorry, a billion dollars in annual savings for consumers. Would it? And they claim that it would create 10,000 new jobs by 2026. Oh, that is so special. So the deal is expected to close in the second half of this year, 2022. 2022. But before it could happen, it needs to get past regulators. And they've already signaled distaste for airline alliances. Why? As I'm looking at this, I'm thinking, I mean, the government should just take them over. Right? It should just be, we're merging them all. It's government air. It's government Delta, government Alaska, government Southwest, government United, government Allegiant, government American, government Frontier, government Spirit, government Jet Blue. It's what it is already, really. They're all taking government money, so it might as well be. We can't get rid of them, so what's the big deal if they merge? I mean, does it matter who we're tweeting about when something goes wrong? Because I'm sure that they'll get right back to us to try to get it settled, you know, being the Power Rangers and all, because it'll be Morphin time. Yeah, I got it. I got it. So just let them all... I mean, that's what they are anyway, right? Yes. It's morphin' time. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. All right, crimes and drugs. That's what makes America. Hack, America was built on crimes and drugs. A Florida man uh, attempted to to rob a bank wearing a Sonic the Hedgehog mask. And he went in. uh, Officers were dispatched to the credit union in Deland, Florida, And they were coming there in response to an armed robbery in progress. So the suspect, wielding a hammer, confronted a bank employee to demand money. And uh, he didn't get any money. He was wearing his Sonic the Hedgehog mask along with his hammer for a weapon. And he ran away. Witnesses described the person as wearing a mask looking like Sonic. And he took off and they never caught him. You're not not catching Sonic. I don't know why this was a big surprise. It's Sonic the Hedgehog. Duh. You're not catching him. (laughs) So if you have information on where Sonic, you know, might be, uh, you know, you can call the Deland Police Department, sure, and let them know, hey, I saw Sonic over here on this side of town, but by the time you get there, he may be over on the other side of town. So uh, well, I don't know what's going on, but, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, he didn't get any cash. That's a little, I mean, on behalf of Sonic, I'm a little disappointed, but, <laughs> and I'm disappointed in the police too. Unable to catch Sonic. What are you doing, man? Have you not played the game before? Then we have a home invader in New Mexico who apparently enjoyed shrimp, beer, and a bath before apologizing and leaving cash. So this is in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Police responded to a residence after a man said that uh, this man entered his home, and he said, "Hey, what are you doing in my home?" And the guy said, "Ooh, hey, I've got my weapon here. I'm sorry. I just needed a place to, you know, clean up and rest for a little while, and uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and." Get out of here now. I'm going to pack my gun in this duffel bag. And here's a couple hundred bucks because I broke the window to get in. Sorry. I mean, you know, I had to get in. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. And then he left. (laughs) The homeowner said, you know, the guy was embarrassed, apologetic. And, uh, you know, and he left. So, okay. No problem. Now, he got busted the next day. Uh, apparently there was—he uh, tried to take a lady's car in the church's fried chicken restaurant drive-through. Uh, she was having none of it. He walked up and tried to take the car from her. She just started honking and screaming, and he fled. He took off. He was like, "Okay, calm down." I mean, what are you, Sonic the Hedgehog? And then uh, he was picked up by police walking down the road a little while later. And uh, he said that he'd been caught in a blizzard on Sunday And he it was freezing So that's why he broke into the house And he felt bad about breaking the window Which is why he left cash He paid for it I don't know what the problem is Now he's been charged with aggravated burglary Larceny And criminal damage to property For the break-in And then he of course ag- uh, dish aggravated assault charge for attempted carjacking But Criminal damage? I mean, come on, now he paid for it. <laughs> come on, New Mexico police. Please, at least, you know, drop that charge. uh would be nice. That's all I'm saying. it would be nice. Now we have uh, people being detained in New York. As long as we're going down to the crime, we go from Florida to New Mexico and then back up to New York. Uh, anti-vax protesters uh, being arrested. Yes, I know. I know this is the horror that they did. (laughs) I mean, they're lucky to have just been arrested and not taken out to town square. Uh, 10 people were taken into custody at the AMC Empire 25 movie theater in Midtown. (laughs) You want to know what they did? They tried to go watch a movie and they were unvaccinated. Yeah, we're not having any of that. Okay. The NYPD officers escorted several men out of the theater and into a van. As the protectors, this they were chanting, "My body, my choice. The vaccine, you won't force." That's a good chant. I mean, if you're going to chant, you might as well. My body, my choice. The vaccine, you won't force. <laughs> So, one of the theaters shows protesters engaged in a sit-in in in the larger theater seats while talking to officers as they're going to go ahead and get arrested. The Empire 25 Theater requires all guests five years old and up to show proof of vaccination. Masks, recommended... For all guests and those who have received one shot but are not fully vaccinated are asked to wear a mask while walking around the building. Masks can be taken off while guests eat snacks and drink during screenings. and That is so nice of AMC's 25 theater, I'm sorry, AMC Empire. 25 movie theater in Midtown. That is so nice. And it's so nice of the New York Police Department. They got nothing better to do than arrest people who are not vaccinated trying to see a movie. Just amazing times that we live in, isn't it? Yes, it is. And how amazing is it? Well, our government is now going to provide, <laughs> provide crack pipes to drug addicts. Uh, To advance racial equity. Now, I'm not a, you know what, do you want to, drugs free. Drugs are free for everybody. Let's just, can we just get down to that, please? Everybody gets drugs. Okay. So the Department of Health and Human Services are as part of their harm reduction program grant program. Wait a minute. Department of Health and Human Services Fiscal Year 2022 Harm Reduction Program Grant Program. It's a Harm Reduction Program Grant. Program in the document, the crowd let it go. The in the document, the crack pipe plan is described as the dispersion of federal government funds for the slightly more anodyne smoking kits and supplies. Oh, oh, well, that's good. But a spokesman for the department said, "Yeah, uh, the grant money. Yeah, it's going to do that. It's going to provide the." So uh, the kits are going to provide safer pipes for drug addicts to use when they smoke crack cocaine, crystal meth, or any illicit substance. Uh, I guess what happens is the uh, the pipes often used by addicts it, it cause infection, cuts, and sores, and it, it's 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 the it's the pipes problem. <laughs> it's not the crack. Uh, it's not the math. Uh it's none of that. It's not that. That's not causing the problem. It's the glass pipe that's causing the problem. Oh, okay. So uh the grant is almost worth $30 million, which seems like a low amount of money in today's world. I would be happy to take $30 million off someone's hands, but it just seems like a low amount of money in this day's world. But the grant money is prioritized for selection if they promise... And the application process is closed now to nonprofit and local government recipients, uh, but they must promise that they're going to use the funds in underserved communities, including where they are, a large African-American and LGBTQ plus populations. That is so good. We've got to advance racial equity. Now, I thought that we were doing that. I mean, I know Philadelphia just unveiled its... Narcan vending machines in West Philly that are free, which is good. So if you're overdosing, you're going to be able to do that. I know the Justice Department is looking into whether safe injection sites for people to use heroin and other drugs are okay. Well, yeah, they're okay. Duh, they've been doing that in other cities around the country already dear Justice Department but apparently San Francisco and Seattle who have distributed these smoking kits in the past and we've talked about it here uh, they've kind of backed away from these programs in the last couple years and I know you're going to be surprised at why they've backed away from these programs but they've found out that giving these kits to people enable drug users Wait, what? Amazing times. Just amazing times. You know, a lot of people didn't even make resolutions this year. And you know what? I get it. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't uh, still find a way to shake things up. Whether it's by switching up your workout routine or going someplace new. Whatever way you challenge yourself in this new year, there's no better way to do it than with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. I love my Raycon earbuds. Uh, the Raycon wireless earbuds are the best way to bring audio with you because no matter how much you shake things up, you literally no matter how much you shake it up uh, they're not going to fall out of your ears. Their uh, everyday earbuds look and feel sound better than ever. There's also awareness mode for when you need to listen to your surroundings, which you know, may be few and far between. So you can take Raycons with you wherever you go. So, if you have to listen to your surroundings, you can with the awareness mode. Optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. These earbuds are really, really comfortable and they will not not budge. Trust me. I mean, they will stay in ears. You could sh- shake it up, baby. I love my Raycons. I mean, I don't know why people would want to use their awareness mode because the point of me putting them in is I don't want awareness of what's going on around the world. I want to listen to what I'm listening to. Okay. That's why I have them in. But, you know, if you have them in and you're using it, you want to talk on the phone and you want to use, you know, you want to use them for that and be aware of what's going around you. They are there for you. But I still, you know, I mean, you're putting them in to make the rest of the world go away. They have eight hours of playtime and a 32 hour battery life and they're priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's uh, really no wonder Raycon's Everyday Earbuds have over 48,000 five-star reviews. Right now, listeners to Chewing the Fat, this program, can get 15% off their Raycon order at BuyRaycon.com slash Jeffy. BuyRaycon.com slash Jeffy saves you 15% On Raycons, go to buyraycon.com dot com slash Jeffy. B U Y Raycon R A Y C O N dot com slash Jeffy. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh, oh my gosh! So, have you watched Reacher? on Amazon Prime yet? What? Get to it. What are you talking about? It's only 8 episodes. <laughs> I have not finished it yet. I uh I dro- I jumped in uh the other night. I forget when I started watching it, but then I'm I'm like I think I've got 6 down. I got a couple more to go. I kind of saved the last two. It's really good. I really enjoyed the heck out of it. And it uh it dropped February 4th. It's already renewed for a second season. Yay! So Alan Ritson, the star, uh, reacted to, you know, the show being renewed. His uh, post was, whoa, this is incredible! Unlike Reacher, who chooses to say nothing, I'm simply speechless. In just our opening weekend, you've made Reacher on Prime, hashtag Reacher on Prime, one of at Prime Video most watched shows ever. That is insane. There are so many people I'm grateful to for making this show as enjoyable as it is, but all the creative genius and unwavering commitment by all those behind this would amount to nothing if you weren't enjoying the world of Reacher. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, it's already ranked among the top five of Prime Video's most watch series ever. It's also one of the most binged Prime originals, and uh, I guess uh, in the first twenty four hours, they you know people were binging all eight episodes, which is pretty incredible. Because remember, they released uh, the the boys well, they did each week, right? It was weekly releases? We've had it with that. All right, I tell you, HBO drops a couple a week. I kind of am okay with that. I think maybe. I feel like maybe that's okay. I know they've got the weekly thing going with their big shows. But, uh, you know, I'll give you... I get it. I get it. And I understand. But, uh, you know, the, it just kind of irks me that, you know, I have to wait. Okay? <laughs> just drop them. I see what Paramount's doing that with 1883. and It's just... Uh, Just drop them. Let's go. I want to watch them. All right. I want to watch them on my time. I don't want to wait. Which I, you know, I mean, obviously I still watch them on my time. I just know that I have to, they are going to drop once a week. And so like with, uh, Mayor of Easttown, I just didn't watch for the last month or so. So I could just binge the final four, uh, episodes because I just wanted to feel it. I wanted to be a part of it. So, uh, you know, he goes on to say that, uh, Richardson, the star, uh, goes on to say, partnering with Amazon for season one of Reacher was a total delight. They had our backs every step of the way, and it really shows in every line and every frame. So I'm thrilled we'll be working together again for season two. Very exciting news, and I can't wait to get started. Reacher couldn't be in better hands. I will say that uh, it I did enjoy it. I don't know. I mean, Tom Cruise's Jack Reacher, pretty good. Uh, his two Reacher movies, really good. I enjoyed the heck out of them. And I enjoyed this Jack Reacher. Although, Rich and I know that they try to make him this 6'5 guy. And I thought, he says in the one episode he's 6'5. But in real life, he's only 6'2. So the Hollywood people are really small. Because he makes, you know, if they're making him look like he's 6'5. And he's this monster of a man. And he is a big guy. And he works out, you can tell, you know, Mr. Flex. There's not a lot of us, uh, you know that can flex like that on TV. And, you know, I mean, you know that. But uh, he's only 6'2". Okay, he's not 6'5". Why is he lying? Why? Why? Uh, It's a show, Jeff. It's just TV. It's not real. Okay. All right. I tell you, I did enjoy... I want Jack Ryan back, too. Okay, I want that back. And uh, I don't know that... uh, I mean, Tom Cruise might be done with with the Reacher series, right? He's had the two movies, which I really enjoyed. The first one was awesome. Uh, and as always—I enjoyed the heck out of the second one too. So never mind. I liked them both. Although I liked the first one better, uh, I did enjoy the second one as well. Anyway, it was really a good watch, and I'll—I'll I'll finish it up. This, well, I may finish it up today. <laughs> if you're listening live today is the 8th of February 2022 and I just may get done doing this show and go down and have a little lunch and catch the final two of Reacher so I can, you know, give the full review on whether I enjoyed it or not so far good ride and before I get to take a look at the Oscar nominations I see where Matrix Resurrection's co-producer uh, sues Warner Brothers and blames low ticket sales on HBO Max. The fourth Matrix installment grossed uh, 10.7 million during its open weekend, which was uh, 10.7 million too much for uh, of that movie, uh, to be honest. But uh, he's blaming it on HBO Max, so we'll see. And I'm sure HBO believes that it's just you know hogwash and. They'll win it. So we'll see. I'm not sure what what the contract said. uh, Contractually stating that the movie could be uh, co-released at the theater and on streaming. So that may be an issue if uh, contractually it didn't say that. But streaming is saving your movie industry. And you better stop fighting for against it. I'll tell you that. I know y'all want the theaters back and you're fighting. I mean, should you be vaxxed to go into the theater? No, no. You should be able to go to see the movies in the theater. But to be fighting the streaming, uh, that's what's saving you. And I wish they would have worked out a better deal uh, with the movie theaters. The movie theaters think an awful lot of themselves. And it's time to take them down a notch. And I know if you're listening to me and you own a movie theater, I love you. I love you. I love it. I love seeing movies at the theater. But, but you should figure out a way that you can get those top movies in there for the first couple of weeks and then move on with your life and create other income streams for your theater because i think you know then it comes to streaming for those of us that just want to watch it in our homes and not go to the theater yeah i know i know sorry okay so the oscars movies theater and or streaming (laughs) so the 94th academy award nominations are out uh best actor in a leading role Nominated uh, Javier Barrem for Being the Ricardos. Really good. I enjoyed the heck out of Being the Ricardos. Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog, which I have not seen. Andrew Garfield in Tick, Tick, Boom. Will Smith in King Richard. And Denzel Washington in uh, The Tragedy of Macbeth. I love all those guys. Uh, I hate to see... Uh, these other actors going up against Danzel cause Danzel's the man, but I really think that Will Smith should get it for King Richard. He was really good. Uh, I did like being the Ricardos, but Will Smith, uh, King Richard was really good and, uh, it was enjoyable and he played a heck of a part and he should win that. Uh, best actor in a supporting role. Uh, Clarion Hines in Belfast. I really want to see that. Uh, Troy Custer in, uh, Coda. Jesse Pyman's in The Power of the Dog. I guess I'm going to have to see The Power of the Dog, too. Uh, J.K. Simmons and Being the Ricardos. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he's in all these shows. All right? So, J.K., I like you. I've, I love your characters, but, you know, you, you, you're you in everything. Okay? So back off me with the awards. Jeff is not him that's nominating. I don't care. I don't care. You should just tell people. I don't want to be nominated. Just let me work. <laughs> all right, It's going to be... The best actress, let's see. Best actress, leading role. I'm sorry, performance by an actress in a leading role. Jessica Chastain, In the Eyes of Tammy Faye. Olivia Colman, The Lost Daughter. Penelope Cruz, Parallel Mothers. Nicole Kidman, Being the Ricardos. Christian Stewart, Spencer. Now those are all really good. I don't know who you give it to. I mean, Olivia Coleman is awesome. Uh, wow. Nicole Kidman was really good as uh, Lucille Ball. Kristen Stewart, I'm told. Kristen, not Christian. Okay, I, I don't know why you keep saying Christian, but it's Kristen. Okay? It's Kristen Stewart. Uh, and Spencer, I'm told she does a great job. And I'm told that I guess Harry is a little pissed about it, which makes me like it even though I haven't seen it. If Harry's pissed about it, I like it. (laughs) (laughs) And we have royal news on top of royal news on top of royal news. I just talked to Chris Cruz last night as I was leaving the studios. We have to, we'll have we do another special, another quick Royals special. I don't know when I'll drop it, but he and I are going to sit down and talk Royal news because there's so much going on with the Royals. So if you're a lover of the Royals or at least you know a fan of the way we react and talk about it, uh, we're going to be sitting down and doing that soon because there's a lot of news happening in uh, Royal land. In fact, that just may be the time. <laughs> A lot of news happening in Royal Land. You know, I'm not sure how this Rogan thing ends. I was originally thinking that once he bent the knee, it was over, right? They blood in the water. Once you bend the knee... There's blood in the water. They're not going to stop. It's not about getting an apology. Well, it is. It's about getting you to apologize. And then if you apologize, it's not about forgiving you. It's about, oh, they apologized. That means they know they were wrong. And there's blood in the water and they continue to attack. But now, you know, I I don't know. I'm kind of torn because, uh, you know, if you hear broadcasters not defending Joe Rogan and his show. Those are broadcasters that do not believe in free speech that are trying to, I I don't know what they're trying to do. It's just ridiculous. It's one thing, you know, I, I saw a headline talking about Howard Stern facing cancellation after racism accusations. Look Stern, all of us did shows forever and especially guys like Stern and, and, and other huge broadcasters, you know, like myself, uh, did things in the past That are different and would be taken different today, times evolve. That's the way it works. So, I mean, it's one thing, say, attacking like Stern, you know, would be attacking Rogan over his beliefs on uh, vaccinations. Okay, I I get that. That's fine. And Howard's just trying to create a war and get his name in the news, and it works. Uh, You know, good for him. But uh, it's now, it's another taking him off the air, right? I don't think you're going to hear Howard being for that. I'm pretty sure you're not going to. I mean, Howard might even offer him a a job and say, I'll give you a channel. It's all yours. (laughs) It's all yours. You know what? You can have a couple of channels. Just the Rogan channels, right? And it's all yours. So, I mean, we'll see. I'm thinking now that, uh, you know, I know that Daniel Eck, the CEO, defended Joe Rogan. The Spotify CEO, he defended them in a town hall. Employees are wound up. They've been wound up since they brought Rogan on. And so I know that Neil Young, bless his heart, uh, urged Spotify employees to quit their jobs. Get out of that place before it eats up your soul. The only goals stated by Eck are about numbers, not art, not creativity. Well, um, his job is to post the things that artists... And creators do, all right? If you're working for Spotify, unless you're doing a show or you're creating music, your job is to make sure that it gets posted. (laughs) Sorry to disappoint you. Uh, That's what happens. Uh, you make sure that the artwork is right. You make sure that uh, it's uh, edited properly. And you go ahead and post it. All right. Did it get to the internet so everybody can listen to it perfectly? Good. Thank you. Good job, Spotify employee. It's just agonizing to me. And and on top of which, these people can be upset. I mean, I, whatever. They can be upset about whatever the heck they want. But to tell them to quit their jobs, I mean, they have families too. You gonna hire a Neil? You bringing them in? You telling them, hey, quit your job, and uh, I'll hire you. I'll pay you, no problem. Uh, I've got uh, you know, I've got hundreds of millions of dollars that I can pay you. I don't know what you're gonna do for me. You can make sure that you know my website looks good, and, and uh, make sure that uh, you know when I get a new streaming song, I can post it on my website. You can do that, right? And I see where that other site. Um, offered Rogan a hundred million to quit Spotify. I mean, Joe's got a contract, right? And, uh, he's already bent the knee and uh, dealt with, uh, Spotify and dealt with them. He's okay with what they're doing, at least, uh, publicly. And so, uh, you know, he's, you know, he's following uh, the rules that he was dealt with Spotify. Good for him. Is it going to last? I don't know. How long is the deal with Spotify? I really don't know. I don't know that I've ever read exactly how long the deal is. Uh, It's always, you know, hundreds of million dollars, multiple year contract. I don't know. Rumble offered him, uh, what was it, four years, 100 million. So 25 million a year. If, and I'm just, you know, Rogan's not looking to me for advice. But if I'm Joe Rogan, uh, I think I'd do it on my own. I don't think I need Rumble, although they have the infrastructure already built, so it might be easier to do that or just take the $25 because he's doing comedy and he's doing fighting, broadcasting, so he's got a lot of other things going on, no question. But uh, to do it on his own, you know, he does a Rogan-only only fans account. <laughs> Wait, that's somebody else too. No, he just does his own Rogan. Rogan.com. com, And you just go there. And uh, you know you spend ten bucks a month, all right? I mean, okay, ten bucks a month. You get uh, one show a week. Ten bucks a month for eleven million listeners. Let's see, ten bucks times eleven million—that's a couple of bucks. My uh, math might be a little shady, but I feel like ten times eleven million is not bad, but I'm not a mathematician. And let's remember where all this started with Rogan was his uh, misinformation on COVID-19. This is what he had the fight. You know, this is what the fight was all about. He was the misinformation on COVID-19. I know now that we're supposed to believe he's racist uh, we're supposed to believe that he's transphobic. But it all began because he's you know, you know spreading misinformation on COVID-19. Well, let's take a look at the COVID-19 headlines uh, from today. Today, the 8th of February, 2022. Uh, first headline, Biden officials trying to recalculate U.S. COVID-19 hospitalizations. They tried to separate COVID hospitalizations from people who test positive but are in the hospital for other reasons. Huh. Next headline. The CDC is finally recognizing natural immunity. Huh. Next, exempting those with prior infection was always unfair. Now it's unscientific as well. Huh. California will end its indoor mask mandate next week. Uh, Why are they doing that next week, by the way? I mean, why are you waiting until after the Super Bowl? That's just stupid. You got all these people coming into the state. Let's end it. What do you? I mean, that's just dumb. Virginia Supreme Court sides with Youngkin on executive order against school mask mandates. Oh, my gosh. Principals coach to prosecute maskless students. Wait, what? Children aren't as good at recognizing masked faces as adults, study finds. CNN medical expert says, you know, it's time to lift the mask mandates. What? Are you kidding me? So it seems like all of that, those headlines, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven headlines, all are in the window of what would have been considered misinformation on earlier podcasts, YouTube shows, and radio programs. And yet now they're not. So, where are we at? Where are we at with the whole misinformation thing? What is and what isn't? Are we back to being able to have a conversation now or not? Because I'm confused on what we can and cannot do. And remember, I talked about it earlier. We talked about it a while ago. But animals are now getting infected with abacron. So now we've got deer, white-tailed deer. Uh, there's somebody Joe. We have white-tailed deer on Staten Island, and I believe they're talking about animals that have become the first wild animals with documented Omicron infections. So I guess there's other animals that that we believe have uh COVID. But with not Omicron, but these are documented. So man, if you're out looking for white-tailed deer. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't write your own jokes and leave me alone. All right. You can email me chewing the fat at We'll send me some jokes on your jokes on white tailed deer infected with Omicron as being the first wild animals with documented Omicron infections, write your own jokes, send them to me chewing the fat at So I see the headline of an abandoned townhouse in San Francisco that talks about how uh, it has no bedrooms and it's sold for $1.97 million, almost $2 million for this house. So, I mean, I've got to look at it, right? I've got to find out what they're talking about. Okay, so it's empty. Uh, it's got zero bedrooms, mismatched floors, boarded up windows, and a staircase that just might collapse on a windy day that's the way it's described so it is uh, still in a upscale neighborhood so i mean it is houses of the hoity-toity or it's neighborhoods of the hoity-toity for sure i mean it's a wood frame home uh it auctioned off on conservatorship and it sold for six hundred thousand above the starting bid so I'm surprised that it did. It took so long to sell, actually, because right now a property over three thousand square feet routinely is going for four million in this neighborhood. But this, I mean, honestly, it's just a knockdown. Right? I mean, you're knocking it down. When you look at the pictures of it, you're not buying it. You might take the doorknobs, maybe you take a few lighting fixtures, maybe there's some wood trim that's worthy of taking. And restaining and refurbishing, but most of the place looks like it needs to be demolished. We're taking it down. Maybe the window frames are worthy of something for a shed out back to remember the old place, but most of the most of, maybe the doors are some old door that was shipped here from Italy in eighteen forty two I don't know, but I'd knock it down. Knock it down and build a new place, but they're all connected, you know, they're just like these row houses, uh, in whatever hill. I mean, it's going to cost you a pretty penny. Uh, you think two million for this dump is anything? It's nothing because it's going to cost you. I mean, you're lucky to come in here and knock this down, build a new place, and get it up and running for 10 million. So, you figure eight million. To refurbish and get it up and running, so a regular place around that strip is four million you're already under for another, another six mil or so, so good luck, good luck, god bless in uh, the neighborhood of the hoity toity now those of you that listen to the show know that you need to check you should know uh, let me rephrase you should know that it's a good idea to check your email, whether it be your junk mail or You know, your spam, whatever you want to call it, whatever they name it, wherever it's at, you should check it because we just did that story not long ago where the lady finally found her email that had the lottery ticket confirmation in and she won money. And now I got an email, com from uh, Yee or Yee, Y-E-E, Dear Jeffy, listening to Chewing the Fat has finally paid off. Here is the email I received. Now I can move out of my dump and buy a hoity-toity house. Thank you. I mean, and this email says you're going to claim five million five hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So you're not really buying the knockdown fixer-upper in San Francisco, but you can get a you can get a pretty nice place for for under five million five hundred and fifty thousand. I mean, you can move into the neighborhood that I just talked about. No problem. <laughs> pay it off at your place no problem now the email that uh, ye is referring to is uh, good morning We wish to congratulate and inform you that after a thorough review of all unclaimed funds, lottery funds, inheritance, and contract funds, etc., in conjunction with the auditor's reports sent to the United Nations Accounts Department, your payment file was forwarded to this office for immediate transfer of U.S. $5,550,000 to your bank account, a compensation for your funds, retarded. Don't. The auditor's report shows that you have been, uh, don't is from me not though not the email letter. Uh, the auditor report shows that you have been going through hard times to see the release of the fund into your bank account which has been by some delay dubious officials. We therefore advise you to stop further correspondence with any officer or persons outside this office since you have met up with the fund's transfer requirements. Should you follow our directives, your U.S. $5,550,000 compensation will be credited to your bank account within the next three working days, and copies of the fund transfer release documents will be sent to you and your bankers for confirmation. For the immediate transfer of the U.S. $5,550,000 to your bank account, kindly contact Mrs. Patricia Robert today with the below information. She will give you guidelines on how to claim your fund. Contact name, Mrs. Patricia Robert. Couple of email addresses. Please note, or all correspondence to Mrs. Patricia Robert have reference number UNDR EFD 550. Slash oh, I can't say that all. I won't give it to you all because I don't want you to... I hope you is already taking care of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and sent along, of course, with your full names and telephone numbers for prompt attention. Now, I will say, uh, ye, I'm sure if you send all of that along with your full name and telephone numbers, I believe attention would be prompt to you. I, you know, I, I, I love the idea that. I mean, we're we're to believe this, but I guess if you send out enough of these, somebody is gonna say, "Ooh." Yeah, I have been going through hard times. And you know what? I am going to follow those directives and get my, my five hundred and fifty my $5,550,000. And it's going to be good. And I know that for sure, uh, I know that compensation for my funds retarded. So I want to make sure I get that money. So congratulations, Yee. And I hope that you could move out of your dump and into a hoity-toity house. A-S-A-P. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.